1: Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Fantastic Adventures with Dean and Bertie. This is our uh, this is our last last episode, isn't it? Yeah, last of the of the
0: season. Last of the yeah. season
1: mm. ever.
0: Uh, yeah, ever. Hope, yeah, gosh. Hopefully, we'll we'll get another season and then get cancelled after two. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you son of a bitch.
0: Um, <laughs> Look, before we uh, before we move on, I just want to give a shout out to. Uh, Uh, sound design extraordinaire Dan Pugsley he's a lovely man and he has been sound designing all the lovely little stings throughout the
1: series and we just want to give him a a a little shout out props to Dan oh my there's a foul stench in the air can you smell that Bertie oh yeah can. that is pongy that sticks to your clothes that you're gonna have a shower that is the undeniable stench of toxic fandom So what the fuck is going on, Bae? Uh Why do why does everybody hate things now?
0: No, no, no. We love things. We love things so much. We cherish them so dearly that we want to destroy them and w- deprive uh, the the people, the children, they're actually made for, of enjoying that thing. Wait, these these
1: children are supposed to enjoy these as well?
0: No. No, I'm joking. It's 40-year-old 40, 40 men. 37-year-old men, oh, specifically. Oh, I see. Mm. Right,
1: right, right. Well, then that's a good thing that we have... Um, <laughs> we have a 22-year-old woman on the show. <laughs> We are joined by Lara, also known as Siren on the internet. She is a... Illustrator mm. extraordinaire. Yes. Also very funny person. Master shit poster. Yes. That's me.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Thank are you. you good? Thank
2: you. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me here.
1: No worries. Okay, are you fine. feeling? Are uh, you feeling toxic?
2: Very. Yeah. It's uh, oozing out of me right yeah, now. Yeah, there's like purple sludge everywhere. Sorry, uh, I'll clean up after myself. No, it's fine. You
0: won't. She always says that. Everywhere we go, a restaurant, she yeah. says she'll clean up the, the goo. She never does. It's <laughs> sinking into my shoes. I mean, have got <laughs> a hole in my sock. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Is it acidic? <laughs> yeah, it's burning a little yeah. bit. Actually. I
2: think it's a dye uh Is my hair really? like affecting
0: <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works um for people who don't know what you do mm. just elaborate on that a little bit more who are you
2: i'm i i'm an artist and i'm a professionally a character designer so i create the stuff that people then ruin um, <laughs> 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 uh yeah i i do that mostly and i post on social media where got a bit of a fan base uh, also fandom wow well callbacks oh, wow. to the theme the most toxic uh, fandom of all <laughs> <laughs> my friends no yes. they're lovely uh, generally um but yeah uh, that's what i make a living off now uh weirdly enough doing what, what you it. love yeah pretty much it's uh, it's fun
0: <laughs> yeah that's pretty nice i mean we, i think we thought you were a good person to get on talking about toxic fandoms because you've um i don't know you go to a lot of cons i think you're you're quite exposed to Sort of fandom culture, nerd culture. Do you have any experiences in that world?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I go to comic cons pretty much um, every every month or so. I attend one. Wow. Yes. All, That's over, mad. all over Europe. It's a it's an intense experience, I would say. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, they're nice generally, uh, but I also experience uh, the downsides of it, especially if I draw characters wrong. Right. Wrong. But yeah, that's them. the thing.
0: How can you, if it's your
1: interpretation? I mean, that, I mean honestly. Right, that's what, a... I mean, have you seen most fan art? Yeah. It's usually bad. Sure. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm not going to attack them for it. Yeah. It's yeah. like you don't know, you go. You drew my favorite character incorrectly. I'm six. Oh. <laughs> 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 well. um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's funny because most of the characters that I draw are, are women, and they they a lot of mean people accuse me of uh, sexualizing women uh, because they think I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> they just jump to
0: that conclusion so, immediately. this is oh. where I started
2: drawing myself and started, you know, really driving the point home that I was a woman because yeah. I couldn't get away with it. It's the crazy. Fact-
1: you had to do that. Yes. Yeah, the fact that they look at your talent and they clearly on some level go, mm-hmm. only a man can have that mm-hmm. talent. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, yeah.
0: Only a man could draw women looking like beautiful you know, and and they'll immediately kind of look sexy. at it, and yeah, and they're sexy. they are very
1: like on her profile. It is just a lot of sexy ethereal women. Yeah, and <laughs> that's imagine. fine. And the yeah, of
0: course they just see it as a man. That's so mm-hmm. yeah. That's and then they come. They're not
1: leery, issues. just so we're just so are clear. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> it's uh, it's safe for work. You can look it up. Uh, yeah, yeah don't a, worry a, On a w. tube or something. Mm-hmm. You're in safe
1: hands. Don't you yeah, worry about absolutely. it.
2: Absolutely. So let's
1: dive into like your own personal experiences with like fandoms and stuff like that, because you like got sort of your early start from doing fan art.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and that's where a lot of, you know, uh, viral uh, hits when it comes to what my drawings came from. I got yeah. a lot of shares on Tumblr and on the Explore page of Instagram, that sort of thing. Uh, it wasn't really Twitter at the time. I think Instagram and Tumblr were really the toxic areas right. that I explored. Um, but yeah, it's quite interesting because uh, when it comes to Star Wars, the toxic fans are quite, you know, stereotypical 37-year-old Neck beardy, fedora type of person, <laughs> little, uh, little piss babies. Yeah, pretty much. That's not the toxic fans that I run into. Not oh, the wow. Not the type of people that uh, tend to harass me.
1: Those are so generally year old women with goatees, little <laughs> piss babies.
2: <laughs> no, they tend to be women, but they tend to be a little bit younger. Right. Generally, they also come back later when they grow up a little bit and <laughs> what do <you> mean? apologize. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've gotten a few people that grew up and realized that they were not the nicest towards me. Well, and, what happened? Uh, um, specifically Do you want me to go Into one story Yeah do go it, for it Alright give, um, give us a tale Yes yeah. I, I once This is like early days For me uh, It yeah. wasn't really popular At this time um, But I started to get A little bit more uh, Attention I drew a character From an uh, animation show Steven Universe Um Good show, good show Very good show uh, Haven't caught up with it unfortunately it's
1: on netflix lads literally i haven't watched it yet it's okay. really yeah, good it's you'll really love good. it yeah that's my big recommendation okay thank you Dana.
2: uh yeah it's a character and she is kind of well i don't think it's very much part of her personality she's like bigger but no yeah she she is a little bit on the fat side i would say um and uh i drew her to skinny i didn't do this intentionally i would, would just, you
1: say like too skinny would, would you, i've seen said, the drawing people like... said it
2: was too skinny even though i pretty much directly referenced uh, her concept art like the way that she looks in the show but yeah i can see where people come from i'm not you know denying the criticism or anything i was just a bad artist at the time keep in mind i'm self taught i was 17 at this point yeah. so i was just i was doing my best and people went in for the kill pretty much
1: so basically they did that, they did that classic thing of projecting what they think like so i guess like in their head they i I mean i haven't read the comments but i'm assuming what they did they went this person drew that character skinnier because they don't like larger people Mm -hmm. and like to to naturally assume that of someone on the internet is like classic stuff yeah Yeah, it's like um to take terrible qualities and just slap them on a stranger and just high road them basically you know your high horse but think like a high horse with the longest pair of legs of all time (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like just making assumptions about your intentions.
0: It's, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's it's not cool.
2: It was also just a, an insecurity thing where I was like, I, I really tried. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to draw her skinnier, but I saw where they were coming from, which made me go, oh, right, I I didn't want to, you know, draw somebody skinnier because I also don't think that necessarily, you know, that's prettier or anything. But they, they went, do you think skinny people are prettier? And I was like... <laughs>
1: got <laughs> so, so crazy to Very throw that strange. assumption on yeah. somebody. Yeah. But it did, didn't deter you or no. anything. You kept going.
2: No, around this time, the Steven Universe fandom got a lot of uh, controversy about, you know, fan art. Uh, there was another artist that was in similar like, uh, waters as I was... Um, I guess uh, toxic. Old toxic acid. sludge, there. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just having a little a little bath.
1: I do like this like visual metaphor we're creating for them. Like it's like someone's just minding their own business with some fan art and they start hearing <laughs> and it's getting louder and louder yeah. and the door slowly creates and this purple ooze starts to come just out. Just from under the door. And it's just like yeah. all sorts of people just on top of each other coming yeah. in, going, How dare you? Yeah. Gooey.
2: Yeah, around this time, this uh, other girl was going through the same thing, pretty much, uh, and um, she she got to the point where she was so personally affected, she uh, had a suicide attempt over it. Um right. So that was really sad. She was in hospital at the time. People, you know, posted their support. She got she got a. Uh, this is how I found her. So in the end, like I made a friend out of it. It's good. Um, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, but the Steven Universe creators went on Twitter to say. This is not what the show is about.
1: That's but the thing.
2: Yeah. The creators
1: of shows have to go, hey, fans, could you not act like this? Yeah. Much. And it's
2: crazy because it's it's
1: it's always... None of these shows have values of, um, you know, um, rally against somebody and yeah. make them feel like shit. Things need to be done a specific way. Like, the whole
0: point of a lot of these shows is is expressing yourself and being yourself. And yeah. And the way like, so many fans of things like that Go completely against the core of that thing they love.
1: I've never seen the protagonists in these shows do the things these people do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I've never seen Steven Universe, a little boy, he disagrees with people all the time. He's a very open character. He's a really nice, charming boy. That's his whole deal. Mm -hmm. He never, like, just stalks them and, like, tells them they're terrible people. Luke Skywalker has never harassed a woman online. No, he hasn't. Do you know what he does? He's busy saving the day. That's right. Being a G. Yeah astral projecting himself from one fucking planet to the other because yeah. he's sick it's it's just it's a misplaced
0: <laughs> understanding of like it's like yeah you look at someone like Luke Skywalker and instead of inspiring you to go and change the world or make people's lives uh, better you're inspired to just defend that thing to the point where you're making people's lives worse but it's still like but it's my Luke Skywalker and I do anything for him and I love him it's like sure <laughs> do you because he wouldn't love you no he wouldn't like you at all <laughs> no you'd be like no thank you yeah um And so how has like, how have you sort of gotten over that? How have you, how's your life progressed since like that kind of incident? Have you, has it kind of, have you grown from it? Have you learned something from it? What's, I don't know, what's like the biggest lessons it's taught you?
2: I mean, generally, I think every creator has to go through a personal journey of, you know, realizing that, Input that you can get through social media or any place uh, can be valuable. We have to take it with a grain of salt. I'm, I'm just, I'm still going through it because I'm very personally affected by people criticizing me because I want to do the right thing. I feel like inclusivity is very important and it's something that I do want to bring forward. I, I had a character design job where I tried to push it out more and I, it was turned down, which was really sad. Um, but as a designer, and as, a, you know, specifically a character designer, there is a function of my art that is different from just, like, projecting what I like and what I, I think is good uh, towards the rest of the world. I'm actually, like, shaping something that people experience in a, um, like, kids, for example, when it's for toys or animation shows or something like that. Something that I up with and it's something that is subtly influencing the way they view the world. Like, people criticize Barbie for being too skinny or... And then they had to come out with new shapes of Barbies and um, a different race of Barbies. Or, for, for example, you know, just any sort of representation, really. Um, and from that sort of thing, I'm going, OK, I'll, I'll take my steps. I'll see what I can do. But if people criticize me for it, they don't know me and they don't know my intentions. If they don't want to listen to my intentions and don't want to ask and just want to assume, it's their problem. They just want to be mad.
1: it's interesting isn't it to try and like be part of the bigger conversation Mm -hmm. opens you up to a bigger world of I don't know a bigger minefield of just potential yeah minefield Mm is that how that feels or am I am I getting that is that
2: another example would be Rebecca Sugar herself she is the creator of Steven Universe and uh, she got criticized for writing LGBT characters wrong Um, and she kind of
1: went on a yeah a a sort of not a rant just to sort of a speech about how she was like, how do, do people not understand how hard it is what she's doing. Like, no spoilers for Steven Universe, mm-hmm. obviously, but yeah. Steven Universe is basically taking, let's say, Dragon Ball Z, mm. Sailor Moon, uh, and Star Wars, but it's making the whole story, not not all the stories about sexuality, but the core of it is. That's, she's taking, like, certain sexualities and, and, you know, and identities, but giving them sort of space names, basically.
2: Yeah.
1: And, she's um, just putting
2: it on Cartoon Network and, for kids. Yeah. A, oh, my God. It's like,
1: great. she's doing something that's not been done before. Yeah, like, even if you don't, even if there are
0: aspects... like, is people's issues that she's writing these characters wrong. And, you know, yeah. you can think that and you can, like... But on some level, you just have to recognise by virtue of her trying to make this bloody show about sexuality for kids. Like, that is so meaningful and so important. Yeah. Like, it's like the li- nitty-gritty details. I don't know.
1: Like, you need to get your priorities straight like she's yeah. she's one of the good guys surely Well, the um the fa- I can't I can't I'm, I'm so bad at the sourcing as you've learned from this podcast yeah, but like sure. there is an interview um, in fact Jacob Anderson who mm. plays Grey Worm yes. on Game of Thrones told me this nice he watched an interview so actually it's not my fault it says <laughs> so um he he told me that he'd watched an interview with Rebecca Sugar and the inspiration for Steven Universe came from when she was watching Disney movies when she saw that all the romances were between men and women and she went old so love isn't for me that was her taking. She didn't take wow. it personally. That was just how she interpreted it as a kid, and she carried it with her. And that's what Steven Universe is about. Yeah, it's one hell of a thing.
0: So but... she wanted to ensure that no kid would have to.
1: She at least start
0: making, creating a world where no kid has to feel like that. Yeah, basically. But <sighs> oh. but apparently she ain't doing it right. Yeah. Oh my god. She's like uh, intentions are so important. Her intentions are
1: clearly so good. Yeah, like... and like we, but there's still things we look back on now when we go. The intention is pure, but maybe some stuff isn't quite... It doesn't fit sit now. Sure. But does it doesn't mean the person is a piece of shit? No. It just means they were a product of a time. Like, mm. it doesn't...
2: Even with me, um, a lot of people going back... Uh, just going back to my drawings, people go and they criticise the subjects of my artworks. And they're like, oh, you don't draw enough um, physically disabled people or uh, things like acne or things like that. Um, and... It's just so weird because I don't think that people realize that they can also pick up a pencil. And I'm already on, you know, trying to draw women that I find beautiful, Um, and that's already like a thing that I'm trying to do. Trying to balance, you know, real humanity with uh, what what makes fit women beautiful. Yeah, in that sort of way. (laughs) Sorry, I kind of struggle to find a nice way of saying it, but um, yeah, it's just sad. Very sad. People mm. are mean.
1: But you're not deterred. No. You still make you still make your bloody drawings. Yes. Please don't
2: take my work too seriously because I'm just drawing pretty women, honestly.
0: <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Toxic fandom. All right. Uh, The likes of Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Kelly Marie Tran, Ryan Johnson, Chris McQuarrie, Ruby Rose. So many people who are just trying to make things and be in things, just trying to live their lives, uh, are coming under fire for whatever reason, due to this sort of toxic fandom thing where you love something so much that you kind of want to destroy it and deprive other people of enjoying it. Why is this happening everybody uh is it is it twitter specifically is it just is star wars just like
1: i don't know why is it specifically star wars has it always been this way it it feels very amplified right now why well interestingly simon Pegg sort of outed himself as a potential toxic fan Mm. or maybe you know putting himself as maybe one of the catalysts for this entire uh movement of, uh, (laughs) of slime people yes in his show spaced he uh, made a lot of jokes about the Star Wars prequels, um, mm-hmm. specifically Jar Jar Binks and stuff like that. And he was saying he had to sort of look back on himself and go, did I contribute to this? Did I did I start this conversation? Was I part of it? Was he one of the original sort of vocal toxic fans? It's quite interesting like to be sort of looking at yourself and going, I have a platform. The things I say have traction. But also the start off his jokes. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure, like, when he watched it, he was upset. We've all had that. Like, I saw Prometheus. (laughs) It upset me. I got burned big by Prometheus. But you were
0: never... You never felt encouraged or compelled to... to Direct any sort of actual like hatred towards
1: anyone involved in it. No, I mean, do you want to get in a fight with Ridley Scott? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll put his cigar out on yeah. my on my chin. It was like t- he'll burn two <laughs> two cigars, poke them both in your eyes, and pour whiskey on your face. Absolutely, <laughs> it's my Friday night. <laughs> he'll go shut the fuck up and making philosophical movies yeah. about android aliens. Absolutely. And- <laughs> um, so that, but that's an interesting thing. Like
0: this this time of like communication and social media, um, it's now easier than ever. To If you didn't like something, to just immediately contact that person, address them directly and say, you fucking suck. I hate you, <laughs> um, which is ridiculous. And I, OK, look, I think Star Wars is, is the case study, isn't it? I, it right is, now, yeah, it's probably it the is. main sort of the main thing that is so pure, so wholesome, so special to so many people that is for some reason one of the most like, as we say, like toxic sort of combative, like, there's just a rivalry between people who liked a film and didn't like a film, yeah. and it's so bizarre because Star Wars uh, is about love and how we can all do anything we want yeah. and and sort helping to... people. Yeah, it's and being peculiar. a bloody hero. So why Star Wars? I mean, Star Wars is probably the most culturally significant like property in a while. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's just like the imagery in Star Wars is as set in stone as as anything as, as language itself. Like it's like. Yeah. Yeah. The iconography is almost like mythical. You know, point. I
1: like to think whenever we uh we drop the nukes on ourselves <laughs> and aliens kind of like go around our shit and go, what happened here? Then they find Star Wars. I mean, they'll have a proper laugh. They'll be like, yeah. really, this is what they thought Star like space. This was? is what they were fighting about. <laughs> this yeah. is what they thought a Star War looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so I guess is it just because Star Wars is the biggest thing? That's why it means so much to so many people that, like, of course, that will be the property. But there are things like Star Wars that are as popular that have fandoms that, to me, aren't as angry. I mean, I guess Star Wars because it's it's just more relevant now, but I I don't know. I don't know. Why now?
2: Why does the Star Wars fandom kind of attract this this sort of hatred and this toxicity... Is that how you say it in English? Toxicity. It's okay.
1: You say it how you want to say it. Say it like a Harry Potter spell. It it
2: was going too well. I was doing English. Yeah, but it's interesting because the Harry Potter fanbase doesn't really have this sort of thing.
0: I mean, is it to do with the fact that like Star Wars has been a thing since the late 70s? Um, So a lot of the people who grew up with it, the whole thing that they're upset about uh, is this kind of... I'd say immature and somewhat selfish desire to recapture their childhood. Uh, and it's the thing, Dean said something quite, uh, quite interesting a minute ago when we, when we weren't recording, you said that um, a lot of these people's relationship with Star Wars in the films is like when you love someone uh, for the idea of them, but yeah, you don't love like, them for who they actually are. I
2: yeah. hate to be the woman that says this, but um, I think it might be the thing that Star Wars came out in the height of, you know, and maybe even Star Trek. Uh, Cause it, Tends to attract the same kind of thing. Um, You know, it tends, it was at the height of where nerd culture was just men. Yeah, that's true. And Harry Potter came out around the time where uh, women were accepting of, you know, their inner nerd a little bit more. And uh, Comic Cons, first, they started out, cosplay started out with Star Trek. Those were the first cosplayers. It didn't start in Japan, started with Star Trek nerds. Um, But yeah, I think maybe it's because. They feel like, especially with the new movies, their little safe space yeah. and their their little, you know, their little club has been infiltrated by other people. And Harry Potter never went through that. That's, that's so really interesting. Yeah, that's, that's
1: a really good. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That yeah, because like yeah, a Harry Potter is predominantly a well, from what you can see I mean, from the outside, it's it's the the work of a woman. It's like this yeah.
2: J.K.
0: Rowling singularly created this world and. It, and and it, people
2: were kids when it came out. A lot of them, yeah, and they grew up with it, and they they lived in the world rather than they were introduced to this epic thing that was an escapism kind of you know uh, space crazy people <laughs> slashing each other with you know space yeah. crazy people slashing each other. <laughs> I'd always thought. Well, this is the
1: thing. Sorry, I, <laughs> I just, don't know. It's a perfect. Lot about That's Star pretty Wars. much it. <laughs> I'd always thought about um, that. I always figured they were going to remake um, Harry Potter. I, I figured before I was 30, they were going to start remaking Harry Potter. Wow. And I, but also when I thought about it, I went, sure, I'm not going to be up for it because I'll be like, I, well, I already did them. They did a good job. Like, we can move on. Like, yeah. But also at the same time, even if they did, once again, I'm not going to contact the people who made it and harass them for yeah, it.
2: Absolutely. Because it,
1: it doesn't change it. It, yeah. it. And also, if they make more movies and more Harry Potter stories, I'm going to be there. And I be think,
0: there. I'm I just... think potentially, yeah, your point about just the, the, the space that, like, when Star Wars and stuff came out, that time uh, and and the place that kind of occupied in history is interesting because, like, I feel like since 1977 or and the 80s, the world has changed so much, mm-hmm. like, so, so much. And I think maybe for a lot of those people who grew up with it, to be getting Star Wars films in a time that, to them, for so many reasons, like, doesn't even resemble that magical time in their life, they're maybe sort of, they're projecting that kind of I don't know that that lusting for the past, specifically onto Star Wars, because it's if, if if Star Wars can't recapture that and make you feel safe and, like you said, be back in that safe space, then what can?
1: Yeah, then what can? Is there, any, is there anything left for you anymore? Yeah, and that's so sad. Like, I mean, there's, there's a cl- that's the closest I'm ever going to get to sympathizing with a goatee, honestly. <laughs> <But> like,
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, just from the point of, you know, the characters itself reflecting the fan base, um, Star Wars got, gathered a lot of new fans, uh, including women, yeah. including people of colour. Mm. Um, Star Wars used to be basically just white men fighting each other.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, sure. And it's I'm funny because... I
1: always forgot that Lando was in it. No, but if you yeah. yeah. look wasn't at... wasn't prominent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the new movie, it's not even half of the characters that are female, but it feels like, even to me, looking at it, I'm like, there's a lot of women in this movie. You said just this just women by woman was... Yeah, this... yeah. But it's 40% or something? It's,
1: it's 47% women in that movie.
2: Which is crazy. It's... Why aren't it, there women in space?
1: Yeah, I know. It, why does it feel weird? Yeah. Why, it shouldn't yeah. feel weird, yeah. By the way, there is a tweet that um, from somebody who went through the movies and figured out the percentages of women to men. I didn't just pull out 47% out of my <laughs> uh, answer. Oh, yeah, it's actually... Uh, <laughs> you uh, do you want to tell weird. us something, Thank Dean. you, a person, for <laughs> nice <beard>. calculating this. <laughs> Thank you. I grew it myself. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, you saw... What was it? You saw a tweet, and that was... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I saw
1: a tweet and The Last Jedi holds um, the highest percentage of women in a movie at 47%. So it's not even half, like you said. Yes. And it already feels noticeable. And that's. Even to people
2: who are okay with women in space, like, I love it. I'm all for it. I mean. Wait there. You're
1: going to go on record and say you love women in space. I love women in space. (laughs) Wow, that's the juiciest bit of gossip we've got the whole time. (laughs) I love women in space. <laughs>
2: I just think it's nice. It it ties into what I do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I just think it's nice. Oh man, you do a great uh, general layer.
2: I haven't piece. I haven't oh. drawn any Star Wars fan art. Oh, I only recently saw wow. saw the movies and oh, I'm hey. happy I wasn't ruined.
0: And that's actually something oh, interesting. You just threw a segway across oh, the segue. room. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> watch out.
1: That's uh, nice.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, you've only recently Dean, you you introduced Laura to the Star Wars movies—you've never seen, seen
2: them. Oh my god, you ruined my life! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm up to date before the last movie comes out, though. I can I can be a fan. You can but be a part of it. Finally. Uh, sorry yeah. <laughs> sorry guys yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna be hated on Twitter so much they're gonna go like oh um, this woman but speaking about Star Wars you're a great
0: sounding board because you mm. don't have that nostalgia you don't have that desire to like yes. recapture that time that place you just saw them as just you just saw some films yeah and what do you think?
2: I loved The Last Jedi <laughs> What? <laughs> Crazy, right?
1: <laughs> Can we add a little sound to an applause from an audience? <laughs> <laughs> I say it ain't so.
0: <laughs> Golly.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Interesting. No,
2: yeah, hmm. no, I, I really appreciated that Dean wasn't gonna, you know, he wasn't trying to um, show his love and appreciation for that specific movie too much because he didn't want to ruin it and I, I'm um, very nice, thank you. Thank you not for right. not ruining the <laughs> movies. Um, but, Yeah, I watched it. I liked it a lot just from, you know, perspective of it's a nice movie. Yeah,
0: and actually, a thing I just want to say is um, we're not trying to invalidate anyone who doesn't like The Last Jedi. Also,
2: not invalidating the rest of the movies because I love those as well. But The Last Jedi is just growing up right now and and seeing all those films. Um, I, I went back to the old movies and, you know, they've aged. Yeah. Badly in some ways, and I, I watched the prequels and I enjoyed them. I thought they were funny, <laughs> but I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, what?
1: when we when we watched the prequels, they were it was quite funny. I I enjoyed I
2: watching them, but not. Yeah. In... It's
1: about the the rise
0: and fall of, of, of Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's so about horrifying. It's
2: such yeah, but melting you... men in melting. lava.
1: <laughs> yeah, lovely, sexy. <laughs> but I, but I think what you were just saying, what you were saying about it, like we're not try, we're not trying. To listen, if you didn't if you watched the Last Jedi and went. That was, that was that was a fucking stupid movie. I not like that. I'm never going to see it again. That's absolutely fair. We probably won't get on at parties, but, like, overall, totally fine. It's yeah. not...
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's more... What we're talking about specifically is there is definitely a community of people who I feel uh, their sense of how much they dislike the movie comes from a weird place. Yes. And they project that kind of weird insecurity onto people, like... If you didn't like a movie, fine. If you didn't like a movie to the point where it drives you to abuse
1: people and drive them off the internet, that's not okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm about to say something that's like bloody obvious to people, but obviously there's no excuse for this behaviour. You know, racism, sexism, uh, verbal abuse, like toxicity from any corner of any sort of anything yeah. is inappropriate. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I love Star Wars. Can we, can we stop ruining it? Can we stop ruining it for people? They are are silly space movies. And I don't mean to say silly in a reductive way. They are just visually fucking bonkers. It's so great when you look at what's in front of you, you're like, how does this exist? Like what? There's a six-year-old Mark Hamill stood on a, a planet made of salt yeah. called Crate in front of an iron door with his lightsaber, and his nephew is trying to kill him. Yes, <laughs> like, it's just the most so proper shit. Robot gorillas all stood there that yeah. t- they won't attack him because they're terrified. I'm sat there. This is the silliest, yeah. most glorious adventure I've ever. The been. moment you try to dissect dissect that shit in the most like high art way, uh, you're embarrassing embarrassing yourself. It's yeah. silly. The only the only internal. Um, the only internal things you should take from those movies are the heroism yeah the it sounds silly and goofy but the friendship and the the the, the, the what is it the lengths these people go to to protect the things they love that's what you should be going at yeah. <laughs> that's what you should be that taking that should be the in. biggest takeaway yeah. that
0: should literally you should walk out of the cinema and go i want to save people i want to be a good person instead of god that was fucking
1: shit yeah Get my computer. <laughs> where where are they? <laughs> Ryan, I'm gonna get you! Yeah. <laughs> and he stood there going oh, I just got a cheque for a bazillion pounds. <laughs> He's like, sorry. <laughs> Lol. Um, but yeah, and I will also say, not to be um, not to be all sort of soppy and silly about it, but I saw um, I saw The Last Jedi twice in cinemas. I saw Force Awakens 7, but that was because I was soft and I was uh, vulnerable. It was a magical star- time. Yeah, I was yeah. vulnerable to the Star Wars nostalgia. So I saw it seven bloody times. We all were. It was great. Yeah. But I saw um, The Last Jedi twice. Mm-hmm. And on my second time, I went to um, first time I saw it at the premiere. I saw it at the premiere. Ooh! And then um, second time I saw it at a normal cinema with all the people, with all the normal people in it. <laughs> and in the lobby, they were playing Star Wars music. And right next to me were three boys. One of them was like, "I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm Ray." Big shout out to him, by the way. Brave and also, um, yeah, great. Ten yeah. out of ten. And also, one of them was like, "I'm Kylo Ren." And they just sat there being like Jedi's and stuff. And whilst this music's all blaring in the lobby, I'm sat there going. This this is what it's for, isn't it? Yeah. This is what I was doing. And then we saw the movie and I was thinking in my head, I was like, I wonder what those kids are going to be, you know, thinking after this. And then I walk out, guess what they're doing? They're still Luke Skywalker. They're yeah. still Ray, and they're still Kylo Ren. They didn't walk out of it going, right, mom, where's uh, Ryan Johnson's email address? I want to yeah. tell him how much I hate him. They were sat there. It, st- it was still Star Wars to them. Absolutely. And that, that happened. It's 100% true. And I sat there and went, that's that's bloody gorgeous. And that's right. what I held on to the whole time. I was like, that's Jedi's fine. Don't worry about it.
0: No, totally. And circling it back, actually, to one of the first things we spoke about, when in space, one of the times they addressed uh, the Star Wars prequels, they actually did it in quite an interesting way where... Um, uh, there's a whole monologue Simon Pegg does into the camera, screaming, saying, What the hell is wrong with you? You weren't there. You weren't there when we had the original films. It was incredible. Now you have this stupid bunny rabbit jumping around. It's just for kids. It's nonsense. It's ridiculous. And then it cuts to the reverse shot. He's talking to a child who yeah. looks terrified. And like, it's like, if you got one of these people who harasses people online and is just so, so determined to prove to everyone that The Last Jedi is crap. Would you want to introduce that person to a child and say, go on, tell him,
1: like, tell this child is- that it's bad? That sounds like an incredible video, though, to be fair. Oh, my God, it does a bit.
0: Yeah. Because would they do it or would they? Like- no, you'd
1: have to trick them into doing
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, re- you remove a curtain or something. You remove some kind cut- of, it's a mirror. Oh. It's a two-way mirror. Oh. oh. Look yourself in the mirror and tell- talk about how bad the film is. And then you remove it as a child. Yes, please. Oh, my God, we're doing it. We're doing it. Laura, what is your just overall takeaway from everything we've spoken about, from someone who has experienced crumbs of it um, and then has just been you know, witnessing it on a huge scale with Star Wars and just stuff in general? What's, what's your, your takeaway?
2: Delete your Twitter. <laughs> 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 I know, but... Yeah. I mean, taking a little bit away from everybody that's leaving social media, I think that putting down your phone... Closing your laptop and just enjoying the content and not listening to the people shitting on it is a good way to protect your own, like, enjoyment of things. And I just want to be a nerd. That's all. I just want to play (laughs) Minecraft and not care about what Notch is posting on Twitter.
0: (laughs) That's the thing, yeah. (laughs) Fucking Notch. Oh, my God. Um, That's brilliant. Um, and, And, like, I just... The last thing, I think Dean is actually a good example of someone who loves stuff and is a fan of things and does Co-Dean. it and does it right because <laughs> dean wears his the things he loves uh whether it be star wars or mario um very much on his sleeve but like i think you would embrace a mario game where, where mario's like uh, where it got a beard and is like yeah <laughs> milking because because it's the, th- the thing you love and you love to see it evolve and you love to see it expand and like you manage your expectations and if you didn't like it you'd be honest about it but you wouldn't ruin people's days no, and of like, course wouldn't it's great to love things, and it's great to be to feel like you're a part of something and be part of a community, but when you're all rallying together
1: to prove other people wrong, what fucking, like... What existence is that? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? I know what you're doing. You're sat at home, on your computer, harassing women on the internet. Stop it. Saddos. <laughs> <laughs> Put yourself in the bin. It's just or... a
2: reflection of their sadness, honestly. Yeah. I think. It's, it's not... Maybe. It's not because they enjoy the content, it's just they're taking it out on something that is a big part of their lives. Yeah. Um, it's the
1: insecurity thing. Mm. Yeah, it's. Don't worry. Don't worry, Star Wars fans. There's so much Star Wars. I mean, if you stop declaring the end of the thing you love, you're <laughs> going to get more Star Wars. And I'm, I'm sorry if you watch a Star Wars movie and go, you know what, that Star Wars movie was made for little girls to feel good about themselves. What in the world is bad about that? This is the 8th and for now final episode of Fantastic Adventures with Dean and Bertie. Um, it's been a ride. Thank you for coming with us on these uh, many little journeys. Yeah, Thank you, guys. Yeah, we'll see you hopefully very, very soon.
0: Uh, Dean and I will be taking a break. Um, we'll snooze. It's it's got nothing to do with you. Uh, it's it's between us. Doesn't mean we love you any less.
1: No, um, we're um, we we almost killed our nephew, um, and now we're really sad about it. So we're sailing off to an island in yes. the middle of Dubai. We're gonna go become recluses. What's the plural? What's the Recluse
0: Reclusi. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go become reclusi, uh, but we might might be back in a bit. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Laura, for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm uh, I'm the example of posting enough about something on Twitter and actually becoming a part of it. So thanks
1: 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 please continue to like and subscribe to our gorgeous lovely podcast tell your friends about us tell your parents about us who knows maybe maybe your dad watched the last jedi hated it and maybe let's get him on get him on get him on like get him on it maybe he wants to hear what we've got to say you know a listen's a listen and a like's a like and a review's a review see you in a bit may the force be with you